seen this face before in uh, ancient drawings on my trips to Jordan. She's called Shaitan al-Hayel Shabbat, which translates into the veiled demon. In Greek mythology is the female version of Erebus. This must be the source of the haunting. I think if we can find Briar Rose and wake her up, it will break the curse. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 138, and tonight we are talking about The Curse of Sleeping Beauty. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight... Uh, that might be indicative of what some people think of this movie. I am Sean Ard, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Changes how I look at the movie Mannequin, Jimison. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, Corny is a trap. Get an axe. Logan. So, um, little did I realize that the uh, Curse of Sleeping Beauty was... Well, what happened to me last week? <laughs> so, some dude went through a house and then kissed you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Sam. That sounds like a little... Sorry. <laughs> Corny was just trying to take a nap, dude, okay? You know, you, you didn't have to... Anyway. I know, but it's just... I can't handle I just can't handle it. Yeah. And Sam clearly didn't take the Bloodborne Pathogens class vector. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at least I'm not an appraiser. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Wait, was that what he was, or he was an inspector? Was he appraiser? I thought he was an appraiser. I don't know. No, he's a. Oh no, he was an appraiser. Yeah, because well, he, he was telling him, "You do this stuff, and we'll we'll talk numbers." Oh, okay. so, yeah. He was dumb. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, get off all the the, the weird dead stuff and yeah, he you know, sweep a freaking floor. Oh my gosh, that thing was just covered in leaves and twigs and just awful. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Briars. so uh, right, that's why. Uh, so yeah, so this is, uh, yeah, so pull up a comfy chair and dive in. Um, this is 2016's, um, The Curse of Sleeping Beauty. So this would be the newest film we've ever done, not one that wasn't a spoiler episode. So, like, the newest from, like, to, you know what I'm saying, like, newest to Netflix. Um, yeah. But, in case you're wondering what the heck this movie is and why have I never heard of it, uh, Andrew will have more words to say about it. We're wondering the same thing. Okay. I'm going to read two things for you tonight. Okay. The first one is my favorite. So it's going to go first. And it goes like this. This guy buys a house and it has a curse. The end. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Um, that's basically what IMDb says. Yeah, I saw that too. I was wondering what you're going to do with that. Uh, oh, to, be, to be more specific, a man named Thomas inherits an uh, a mansion that has been left to him 
that has been in his family for generations. And he has also inherited a family curse stemming back to the Crusades. And he has now become the protector, quote unquote, a guardian who keeps the evil demon demons at the house at bay. And he teams up with a local realtor and paranormal cleric to unravel the mystery of the house. And while he does this, he uh, has some really trippy acid dreams and uh, meets the beautiful Briar Rose, who ends up being some evil bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, okay, Declan. I can see that. I'm talking to my buddies. What are you doing? You need to go back to bed. Oh, dude, hey, I just heard... Declan! I'm sorry, man. I just heard a little kid's voice, and I was like, yep, I'm out. I'm, I'm hanging up. What? <laughs> okay. All right. Declan, Hold on. I'm going to pause the show. School. Okay, and we're back. Sorry about that. Um, Not that any of you noticed that there wasn't any actual delay. Um, So, Andrew, I think, was eloquently explaining the, the, the concept of this movie, and... I have already forgotten what he was talking about, so we're just going to just go from here. This I was... did forget to say that it is loosely based on Sleeping Beauty. Oh, right. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, Brothers Grimm, Sleeping Beauty. Um, so this was a listener request. Uh, uh, email, uh, email listener um, Samantha emailed the show and said, hey, do this movie because she thought it was uh, pretty or interesting or something. I don't remember what it was. Um, I think she remembered saying something about the wardrobe. She liked the wardrobe. Um, yeah. I don't remember much else from that. Halloween-ish. Yeah, so... Um, or Halloween-esque. So I'm going to let you guys do your intros as we always do. Um, and I guess I'll just go ahead and do that now before I say what I'm going to say. So, Andrew, this was obviously the first time any of us had seen this. Um, and probably the last. Anyway, uh, Andrew, go ahead, sir. Okay. This was a movie that, from the very beginning, I did not want to watch <laughs> and still do not want to watch. Aww. It's one of those things I can't unsee. Uh, partially because it did freak me out and for some moments. And uh, as Sean said, I will never watch the movie Mannequin the same way again. Right. Nor will I feel comfortable walking through uh, J.C. Penney. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, if you wanted to... Or if, Old Navy. Old Navy has those creepy things, too. Oh, yeah, those if, are pretty creepy. If you're listening to this show, and you're like a department store manager, and you want to freak the hell out of your employees, make them watch this movie, and then have them close the store. Yes. <laughs> and Turn then, out all the lights, and then have to... And then be a dick and move the, the mannequins store. around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something wrong with you. I know. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to tell this quick story. I'm going to let you go. So... Okay. Uh, the uh, the university uh, when I was working at UNC Charlotte, um, the building I managed, uh, the, my first year there was celebrating its 50th anniversary. And as someone thought it was this good idea to have all these, they took a bunch of pictures from the past 50 years. They found these pictures and they actually, you know, like photoshopped out different people and then made giant cardboard cutouts of the people and we spread them throughout the building to make it kind of feel like it was populated with people from different eras. It was actually kind of a neat idea. Here's the funny part, though. So my student building managers, right, um, I would be kind of mean, and I would move the cardboard cutouts throughout the day just to see if they'd pay attention. And it kind of freaked them out. And I, I wanted to, but I never did because uh, I have access to the security camera. I wanted to come back, like, late, like 10 o'clock, right before the building's about to close, and see where the building manager is and then gather, like, all of the 
all of the, the the cardboard cutouts and then put them in like the main office. So when they came back to the main office, there'd be like 15 people standing there in the door. That would have, uh, I think some of them probably would have quit, but it would have been funny. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's my, uh, the, my, my prank joke that I did or did not do. Okay, Andrew, please go. Okay. Um, so other than being uh, disturbed by mannequins from now on, um, the movie itself, I kept looking for something to appreciate, but I could not find it. Uh, I, if, you know, maybe Samantha in her email, uh, like you said, uh, maybe mentioned wardrobe. That was uh, interesting, I guess, and f- I guess very fitting for the movie. I thought there were some things in the movie that didn't, that were kind of pointless and were there just as filler. Quite frankly, I don't care that he's an artist. Um, it <laughs> made no difference to the plot at all. He could have worked at Subway for all I care. It it would have made no difference to me. And then he would have been a sandwich artist. <laughs> right. Decorating for the holidays. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. IMDb is being weird. Okay, sorry. I heard a hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was decorating for the holidays commercial for some reason. Oh, <laughs> sounded like Hobbit. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, uh, we'll say that. Yeah. And so, um, to be honest, it, it did not keep my attention at all. And, you know, I've said before on here that if a movie is really good, I can't stop watching it. If a movie is not good, I'm, like, checking my phone. I'm paying attention to what my kids are doing uh, if they're in the same room <laughs> as me. Uh, which makes when... which makes it sound like I never paid attention to my kids while I'm watching a movie. <laughs> Dad, the house is on fire. What's that, son? I'm watching Iron Man. Hush. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I, I just it couldn't keep me. The and once the mannequin thing started happening, it was it was just gross uh, and uh, crazy and freaked me out. <laughs> Um, I, I did not see the twist at the end coming, although I probably should have. Um, but, uh, when, uh, Briar Rose went nuts or showed Dark. her true colors, so to speak, um, that was kind of a shock to me, but you know, maybe it was because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and so in fairness to Samantha, she, in the email, she did admit that this was a terrible film, uh, but she thought... <laughs> oh, good. So uh, I don't have to be so nice. <laughs> uh, but she did say, quote, there were a couple of good actors and the costumes were good. I'm still looking for a couple of good actors. Good actors, yeah. Um, yeah. There's one dude that was recognizable, like, hey, the you're bit the... actor guy. Yeah, the bit guy. Yeah, you're that character actor from uh, X-Men and Everything. Star Trek and a thousand other things. Yeah. Um, and then so you have mutant powers. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, those probably would have come in handy tonight or in, in his, uh, you know, whatever. Um, uh, corny. Yo, what's up? <laughs> um, your, the mic is yours, sir. All right. So, uh, first of all, I'd like to, uh, throw a shout out to trimmers. Um, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so for those who, who I guess probably listened Miss- last week, um, or maybe there's no reason why you would miss last week. Just go listen to it. But Corny was unable to make it for uh, safety reasons. He basically was very, very sleepy. Um, so Corny, I got, home, I got home and passed out. Legitimately sat down and gave up the ghost, so to speak. <laughs> um, well, anyway, 
Um, I would actually give Tremors a nine. All right, that's that's right on. Real quick, just real so why quick. so why so high? Yeah, yeah, real quick. Yeah, it was. In all honesty, it was a perfectly built movie. Okay, uh, in my opinion, um, and without going too far into that, but um, the 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 stupid parts were were expected to be there, and I thought they were in the exact right places. Um, <laughs> they they handled a creature they've never seen before in the way that I think you would do through research and trying to figure out, like, you just don't know what it is. You know, you try to name it. Someone's going to try to make money off of it. That's um, what my wife told me on my wedding night. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Well, you have to, you, you have you to have name little... it? No, she had to do research and, oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and study it. And then, yeah, there was a name eventually. I guess you did try to make money off of it. but We did, but it just hasn't worked. Apparently, you have to be attractive for that to work. <laughs> So, well. so, so <laughs> I'm in an attempt to bring this back into Tremors. I need, I need um, an adult. So, so Corny, um, I am not here to dissuade you from your nine, but I'm gonna say this. Um, uh, okay, yeah, never mind. Then say it, son. Um, so other, so this would be the second highest movie you page. have ever what? I gotta update the webpage so we can yeah, compare to the recent stuff too. Uh, so this will be the most recent. So this will be the second highest rating you've ever given a film of what my database says. Um, that would be correct. Your number. Uh, you did give a ten to the replacements, um, I did. but you gave John Wick only an eight point five. So you're saying that you liked Tremors more than John Wick? No. What I'm saying is the movie itself was built in a way that I thought was very almost perfect. All right. So, um, no, I would rather watch John Wick. And actually, I've, since then, I have seen John Wick. Um, <laughs> since last week? Again, I thought... <laughs> huh? I saw it Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah sure, why not? I will say this. I do want to see John Wick 2 when it comes out in a the theater. Like, I think yeah. that would be a good theater flick. flick. Um, all right, right on. Anyway, but so, it was so one on, of those things where oh, I, yeah. I ranked the movie based on how it was built. Okay. Uh, and what I thought they did well, and in all honesty, for what it was, and what that movie was supposed to be, I think they did all that in, incredibly well. Um, it wasn't a se- the movie wasn't a serious movie. They didn't treat it seriously. It was um, comedy with bits of horror, and they did the comedy with the bits of horror exactly the way I think they should have done it. So you know, right, right that's on. just my opinion. Hey, cool. I'm good with that. So on to the curse of Sleeping Beauty. And then I had to watch this shit. Um, <laughs> there is no comparison uh, between the two. Um, this movie, um, as Andrew said, the the art thing had nothing to do with this movie. He could have been, um, well, he could have uh, been a bum, and it would have been just the same. Um, he could have. Oh my god! I just made this movie even better. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, you're fine. What if he? worked at a factory that made mannequins. I would have felt much better about this whole thing had that happened. Uh, I'm with you now. Or or he is like what the the T V show or the movie Mannequin is, right? He's like a he designs showrooms and stuff like that. Like he's a consultant, <laughs> right? And he comes in and he like he's handling mannequins all day. And then You know he is. And then the man then the movie they, they try to kill him or something. Oh my. All right. All right, cool. I like it. So, uh, so, Mr. Mannequin meets these mannequins, and this guy did everything. Okay, so we've had um, uh, Event Horizon 
in the last couple of weeks. And in that movie, once we figured out that the ship is evil, we fly far away and nuke the ship of it. Like, that's the plan. That's a good plan. We all agreed with this plan. No one did this plan in this movie. Um, <laughs> well, burn the house down. Now, in fairness, they, they, somebody man. tried, right? Like, didn't um, they, one, of the, one of the owners tried, and he died trying. Yes. However, however, um, you know, our friend does not have uh, yield problems until he just ups and says, all right, I'm going to go to this house. And then he goes in the house. Now it's super creepy. He's got a mannequin in the head and the skulls everywhere. Right. He says, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to just stay outside. I'm going to go deeper in the house. Hey, what's this? A murder basement? Sure, I'm going to go in. <laughs> and so he goes down to yield murder basement. And um, un- as he's down there, you know, things are being heard and... He catches glimpses of people, and um, the scene from Pulp Fiction was happening down there, and pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> uh, but at some point in time, you have to say to yourself, "I don't want to be here. I do not want to be here." And then leave. And if he dies, he dies. But well, I guess he's kind of dead. Maybe I don't know. I, I referred but, to this house as the Nope House. Like, the, nope, no? <laughs> not going in there. Nope, not oh, yeah. certainly not spending yeah. the night. Uh, anyway. yeah. yeah, and the first yeah. thing he says is, after all that stuff, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna spend the night. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Then he has that horrific dream, and he's like, oh, well, it's just a bad dream. Yeah. Uh. Seems normal. <laughs> you know, and the crazy thing is, I listened to a podcast called Stuff You Should Know, and they did a podcast on night terrors, and it's exactly what he experienced um, that first night he stayed. In terms of, people used to think that a demon would sit on your chest. And and that's why you couldn't move um, with these night tears, and they'd you know scream bloody murder, and people thought they were possessed and get burned at the stake and stuff like that. So when that happened, I was like, oh wow, they actually did some sort of research in this movie. Right on. <laughs> Somebody on set just happened to know that information. Yeah, that's, that's probably yeah. more likely what it is. Yep. Anyway, yeah. were, were you done? Somebody came in. Anyway. So, sorry, somebody came in with their. The CPAP machine uh, uh, marks on their face and said <laughs> to the director, "Hey, I have these things called um, night terrors, and uh, what you're doing is actually incorrect. Um, it's really very scary, and it feels like there's a lot of weight on my chest, and I can't breathe. Right, and that's, and that's how this the... whole thing happened. Right, because <laughs> before the then, it was a much happier movie. <laughs> that's true. I was gonna say, and then the uh, director says." Uh, a lot of weight in your chest. What's his name? Oh, oh. gross. Um, no, no. Okay, Sam, your turn. Uh, the, how can I describe this movie? I uh, I saw it in two settings. I had to to move on and do some other stuff. Um, and I think I actually paused it at a pretty good point in the movie. I have to give it. I have to give credit to this movie. I guess that it is pretty. If you watch it with the the, uh, the mute button on and don't care about where the story is going, the visuals in this movie are amazing. The, the production value of the filters they were using, the sets, the uh, uh, just the, the what do you call it? Uh, not filmography, the court, not choreography, cinematography. cinematography. Thank you. Cinematography. Um, was was impressive, and when I first saw the movie start, I was like, "Oh, interesting! This this is going to be kind of fun." You know, somebody really took some time to make this look 
good. And then it falls apart pretty much within the first two or three minutes. Um, <laughs> first of all, the male actor, the lead actor, is the worst actor I think we've seen in a long, long time. For a lead role, I would say yes. Yeah, he was horrible. And the only reason, the only reason I think he was cast for this movie is because he looked good. Yeah, yeah. He's and, and, and I didn't look at IMDb. I didn't see if he had any credits before this. But I could almost, I'm almost willing to guess he was some sort of underwear model somewhere that they found and thought, hey, you know, here is our Prince Charming. Here's our our guy, you know, to make people swoon over. I, Secondly, I would, I would place a bet that he has been on uh, a tween uh, TV series of some kind. Yeah, well, he yeah. was oh, um, oh. Uh, Kelso on the, the 70s show, Young Kelso. Um, <laughs> he did a TV show called 10 Things I Hate About You. He was okay. some dude named Patrick. He was on a couple episodes of Gossip Girl. He's done. Uh-huh. Um, oh, there you go. You're absolutely right, Andrew. He did a voice of on Halo 4. He did a couple of low-budget horror flicks. And then he did a voice on Halo 5. And then an episode of Madam Secretary. And then this movie. And then he's doing something called Tell Me How I Die. Um... <laughs> Well, we already know well, that. Well, his career died by this movie. I, yeah. With a bunch of so, people. So let me, I'll move on to the second problem. All right. Was with the quote unquote Snow White character. And I felt the, uh, really kind easy. of dirty looking at this character in that blue dress she had. Mm-hmm. Because she looked all of 13, 14. <laughs> yeah. But then her like boobies were about to fall out from the top of this dress. So I was like, wait, no, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, again, I think it was miscast. And to, to me, that character of, of this girl, it felt like the, the um, what was that girl's name who did the Friday uh, music video? You know, like oh, her father yeah, was yeah, in yeah. charge of something and, and somehow this was her, you know, her movie that her father paid for or something. But I just it's funny you should say that. I didn't I didn't have any fun with uh, with this movie until they started going off on this wild goose chase with Mr. Ghostbuster and crazy blonde girl thing. And the twist, I at least I didn't see it coming. So that was at least a, a, a good surprise, per se. Um, but it just. I, I, I don't know how to pin down why this movie is so bad, but it is. For for what is worth, Sam, she's 23 years old when she made the movie. So okay, good. It's All not, right, so it's not creepy, feel... but she does look young. She has a young face. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, maybe, maybe we'll flesh out some of this stuff, <laughs> um, you know, while, while talking, but there's just, it's just off. The whole movie is just off, except for the visuals. I love the way it looked. Okay. How about you, Sean? Yeah, okay. So, all right. So, here's my thing about it. It's a B movie, right? Um, and we know it going into this movie, right? At least I think we should have known that. No, I, did, I, I never thought it was It was going to be a B movie. B movies don't look this good. Well, that's not... Well, okay, B movies from the 90s didn't look this good, right? The technology has come 
such a long way. Like B movies in the '90s were shot on video, like video, yeah. like digital. Uh, it's called digital tape or DVT or D, digital videotape. Yeah, DVT. Um, these movies now, these, these production companies, even these low small rent production companies can still buy a thirty thousand dollar HD camera, and mm-hmm. have you know, and and if you have a a lighting guy, even fresh out of school, that knows, you know, halfway knows what he's doing. You can make a pretty film, um, and then the costuming work was actually pretty good. So I'll, I'll give you Samantha some credit there. The, the, the costuming yeah. was fine. Again, the blue dress was pretty, and creepy horned thing in the basement was creepy, weird, and whatever. Other than that, people were just wearing clothes. Who cares? Um, but it rem- reminded me a lot of. Um Pan's Labyrinth, something um, yeah, Del Toro would would yeah, put like out this, there. like this is like yeah, the guy who directed this could be like Del Toro's understudy kind of a thing, right? Yeah, just yeah, giving yeah. him. Uh, but this is what this guy, this actor, this director, I looked him up. And this is what he does, right? He does this B movie garbage. So, um, so w- with that being said, um, yeah, it's a pretty B movie, but it is a B movie, um, and it's meant to. Feel you know it's meant for a, a space like Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or whatever. You know it was never going to see a theater. It's meant for the you know three ninety nine bin at Walmart um, and whatever. And so and that's fine. There's a space for that in Hollywood. So with that being said, is this the worst B movie we've seen on this podcast? The answer is no. no. Absolutely not. Like no. Um, I would rather watch this a hundred times before I watch Poultry Geist or Zombievers. Though, in fairness, <laughs> I will watch Zombievers over this. I'll well, I, I think I think this movie is better than Zombievers because Zombievers is funny. Um, I mean, I guess actually I don't know. Maybe I take that back. Um, hang in there, guys. Uh, sorry about that. My son came up again. What I was going to say is, um, maybe, okay, you're right. Maybe Zombievers, I don't know. Um, for nothing else, Zombievers gave us... Oh, I feel like a Power Ranger! So, um, <laughs> there at least is that, right? Um, and the girls in that movie were hot, so, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I will say this, that the blonde, the agent, the real estate agent, she was hot, too. I, I yeah. really found her extremely attractive. I didn't think she was a very great actress, she basically just had one face, and it was just not resting bitch face, but kind of like resting. I'm always serious face, right? You know, like Kristen Stewart face. Kind of, yeah. actually, yeah, kind of Kristen Stewart. She just didn't huff as much. Um, so it's hard to quantify this movie because it's because of what it is. So we'll we'll just we'll just talk about the things that that I just don't think work regardless of your, your budget. Right. So there are certain things and we've talked about this in other super low budget movies before that regardless of budget, there are certain things you can still do to not suck. Right. Tell a good story. Like, okay, tell a, tell a good story. Fine. Um, so the idea is that, and so that, that was like, that was super confusing to me is the whole movie. I just kept like, wait, so who was the white haired guy? Like, how did he know to show up and, was he was he her dad or I'm I'm not really sure he's just some some dude with the church so okay um and he's a he's Rutger Hauer and he's the Rutger Hauer in this movie um, yeah okay um, only knows I would have actually liked Rutger Hauer in this movie that would have been pretty good he does stuff like this um like that's a great B movie 
Hobo with a Shotgun, that's a fantastic B movie. Let's just say that. Um, one thing Molly, to... start, stop huffing the propane. <laughs> okay. Come on, down out of the fireplace. Thank you. Oh, so other things that... No, it's fine. Other things that really just... Um, like the, the douchebag ex-boyfriend, um, <laughs> who was a super douche in this movie. Yeah. Um, super not, douche. Not only, not, a, not only a super douche, but a government-paid super douche. Oh, my gosh. I work for the government sometimes. Um, like, anyway, I don't know why this bothers me, but in movies where you have a computer screen and then for some reason we have to reflect the numbers of the computer screen on your skin as if your monitor is a projector. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know why I don't, I don't the, like that. It's you the know? future, man. Well, like, like they did it really cool in the matrix, right? Because they reflect it on his glasses and that's believable, right? Cause it's a reflective yeah. surface. Your skin really isn't a reflective surface. Um, and again, yeah, he, he built that system himself, man. You got some, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like I, I have three monitors now. That guy had five, you I, know, whatever. And I don't, I had I, a student, I had a student ask me one time why my forehead was so shiny. And I said, uh, so bitches can see themselves when they look at me. Nice. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Yeah. But, uh, I thought it in my <laughs> that would, head. That would have been great to say to a 14 year old. Sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wanted to keep my job, so I kept that in my. In yeah, my, that's, uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea, buddy. You could have said that if you worked at Walmart, but apparently, but apparently oh, sorry, uh, I forgot we weren't recording when Corny told that story. Um, so yeah, and then, of course the stupid tech pissed me off um, again with the computer monitors. Do I mean Corny? I guess you're our resident computer guy. Do people really have monitors that are like six feet in the air that you have to crane your neck like? I feel like they just watched Serenity and saw Mr. Universe and was like, that seems real. Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's about right. I mean, I know most any any guy with an awesome setup is going to yeah. pretty much lay it out in a pretty ergonomical, yeah. uh, ergonomical setting. So, yeah, because most, linear, most nerds yeah. are like, they're, they're, <laughs> this is going to sound to me, but they're kind of they're kind of lazy. Like, they don't want to have to look up, right? You know, I mean... You you put you just recently put in a third monitor to make your life easier, but it's all like you said linear, right? So you can just it's like you're playing tennis, you're looking back and forth. But anyway, whatever. I'm not gonna make fun of nerds because we all, all are all of them are us, or we. So are my all Skype them. just uh, dumped itself. I didn't hear the last 15 seconds of anything. That's fine. I was just making fun of nerds, so you're you're good to go. Um, oh, convenient. Uh, what else that I didn't I really didn't like about this movie? Um. <laughs> Well, there was a bunch of just dumb decisions in this movie that yeah that it's it just I respect movies when they they are at least smart and I don't know it just it was never a smart movie no that's for sure no 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 and they yeah I kind of sometimes felt like they were talking down to us a little bit I don't know just Sometimes it was too much explaining or something. I don't know. There was just something about this movie. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember some of the things that I really didn't like about it. I'm. I'm going back through my. Um, my notes here. Um, this is actually based on a comic book, which I find really interesting. Um, okay, here's one thing. Thing I really hated. Again, I don't care about your low budget. The sound design in this movie was awful. Absolutely. Um, like I. I was listening through. Um, my Bose speakers and in my office and it sounded 
those were good speakers, and the dialogue was so flipping soft compared to the to the music. Yep. It it was hard to understand, especially in Dreamworld. I couldn't understand anything that they were saying. Um, there was a there was a scene. I don't remember what scene it was exactly, but there was a scene where he was talking, and I don't even remember what they were talking about at the time. But it sounded like they were talking in a bathroom, and or it was just so echoey. <laughs> it was and a I bad was like, "Studio is what it probably yeah. was." Yeah. So, yeah, sound design was terrible. I I didn't even hardly notice the soundtrack just because it was too loud, and I was trying to hear the people talking, and I was just I was frustrated with it. Um. Now the uh, the actual fake keyboard orchestra thing, uh, cheesy, not super cheesy, but pretty cheesy. The vocal thing at the end, whenever you know things are starting to come together, I thought it was actually pretty well done. I, I mm-hmm. yeah, that is true. I I did notice, uh, even <laughs> maybe because I was so happy the credits hit. I, I did like, <laughs> I did like the soundtrack once the credits hit. I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Maybe they went to like a local college or something and had the had the choir uh, record, you know, some music, whatever. I, I don't know. I didn't look up the the composer for this thing. I just didn't care. Um, it's I, the same people that did Appalachian is hot, hot, hot. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was on that team. <laughs> music by Scott Glasgow. Um, you are. He did hot, hot, hot. No. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, good oh no, seriously. Okay. I, I click on the dude, and the first thing that comes up under known for is Captain America's Civil War. Wow. And he was composer, additional music, uh, music uncredited. So. He, he, he had a triangle and something. Well, well maybe. Uh, but as far as being a composer where he is the, the dude... Um, he did uh he did a Robotech movie, which is actually kind of cool. Good for him. Robotech, what's a Robotech? Movie? Robotech, uh it's an anime. Oh, saying why'd you ask? No, I'm not going to go kidding. too far. It's just a it's I'm an anime kidding. that I was a big fan of in the is late 80s mid 90s. Oh, okay. It's like uh, you know what an F14 looks like, right? Like the Tomcat what they use for Top Gun? The main yeah. fighter jet from Top Gun? Top Gun? Um Sean was inverted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, basically, they take that design, and then in the in the TV show, the cartoon, it can go from the jet mode, and then it can transform into a robot, basically, with a pilot, and then you can fight that way. It's actually kind of neat. Um, and then uh, Hansborough uh, sued the shit out of them. Uh, well, no, because they're not transformers. I mean, they're pilots. I know. I was just kidding. Okay. And I would actually bet that uh, they probably came out before... Uh, uh, Transformers. I don't know. Maybe not. Did you say Hansbro, the the basketball player? No, Hasbro. Oh, I, I thought you, I thought it, you said Hansbro. I had an extra eh to it. That's fine. Anyway, <laughs> he's actually done some stuff. He's actually worked on big movies, like good movies. So good for him. Really? I thought he was playing basketball. That's impressive. No, no he did a great uh, Hannibal Lecter. Uh, the, the the guy? <laughs> Hansbro. Oh, okay. I forget his face mask. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was a, that was a good we all misses we all miss his nose. Yeah, he was kind of a derpy guy, but he was a great pass basketball player for in college. Anyway, doesn't matter. No one cares. Um, so other things. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Sound was bad. 
Yeah, burn the house um, to the ground. That's pretty much how this movie. Again, I, I think ended. that I don't think that yeah. you could. So here's okay. So here's the thing, and I didn't know this until I think Andrew, you were even saying it in your mock intro. Was that like the curse has been around since the Crusades? Is that is that real? Is that part of the story? Did I miss that in the movie? No, no, that was that was definitely in the movie. Was it? I um, somehow missed it. When uh when FBI super squirrel uh guy. He it was in the middle of translating some things like, yeah, this has apparently been around since the crusade, since the first generation, you know, whatever the case may be. Okay. He, he said it. So we're, we're to believe that during the crusade, some, some Christians went over there to Jerusalem and found her body, right? Found her and then discovered somehow through something, texts, something, and was like, oh, if we wake her, it's the apocalypse, right? So, but for some yeah. reason, the people that found her, I guess, there was a curse set upon them for whatever reason. And so then the djinn came into be to make sure that no one woke her. So here's the biggest plot hole of the movie. If the uncle lived in that house his entire life and all these people that go into this house die mysteriously because the djinn, for whatever reason, decides it needs to kill anyone that comes into the house, even though only a direct descendant with the blood can even wake her so it doesn't even matter, mm -hmm. um, then why couldn't the uncle just write on a piece of paper that he gave him, don't wake her, it will kill the world? Like... Why do you have to put it in code in an ancient language that only douche McDouchebag can read? And then only yeah. the, like it was well, <laughs> communication saves all. Right, like and this is an era with cell phones and supercomputers and text on your face. Like I don't understand why why just a sticky note. Hey uncle <laughs> or nephew, by the way, here's this house. It's haunted, okay? Uh, there's a a demon that lives in the basement and it will protect you or it'll keep you from going into the other part of the basement where this beautiful girl who you've been having dreams about because apparently it's happened for centuries um, is is evil and will try to kill the world. So, you know, just you're just gonna have to live in the house and just be creepy old man for the rest of your life. Sorry, love, Uncle Dave. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I know that means that we don't have a movie, but. Um, I'm not upset about that. But my my point would be is then then maybe we have the guy even maybe it changes his motivation. Then maybe he's like, Well, you know what? My uncle's wrong. I think that she actually needs us to save her and then he does the foolish thing. Right? I mean, if you're gonna make have people have make bad decisions, then fine, but let's Let's be real and logical. It just doesn't make sense. If I knew I was gonna die, I would leave a message. And not some weird cryptic coded thing like angels and demons, okay? Like, let's just be real. Whatever. Okay. It's, uh, old man ex machina. I did write that. Um, I wrote, who is this guy? Like, three times. Because I, <laughs> I kept missing. Like, I didn't know who he was. Um, Daniel is creepier than the mannequins. I wrote that. Um, he was the boyfriend. Um, uh, did we? Oh, uh, I'm going to need a ruling. Did we have a decoding of the information montage? Yes. Okay. Uh, Andrew says yes, so... Yes. You're going to get right in the face of the late team. Good job. 
Um, I don't even know if we did. I just wanted to hear that song. <laughs> well, they they did this. They I think they did right. Like they did a, a, a <laughs> they sped up the thing and I, I'm gonna count it as a montage. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Um, uh, it's a time lapse. That's close enough. Time lapse. Yeah, that's the phrase I'll use. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I don't have anything for time lapse. Um, let's do the time, time lapse. lapse. <laughs> I'm just gonna type in here. Let's see time. Let's see what happens. Um. Oh, okay. It was a different time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's the that's the closest thing I have. Um, uh, Just stay out of my way, or you'll pay. Listen to what I say. Okay, that one's just because it's uh, I, my 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 note was rhyme time. Uh, the only other thing I have is. Is it Kong with a raise? Absolutely. Oh. Under Nightcrawler, I wrote, this is the only time he's funny in the movie. That's literally what my note was. Anyway, um, we'll just do Chad. Um, God rest his soul. I beg your pardon, sir. Um, <laughs> um, what? Oh, I did, I did write, was this produced by the CW? Because all of the females are attractive. Like <laughs> the lawyer that gives him the numbers, like the paperwork. She was an attractive blonde. Even the lady at the court order office. Like, they try to make her look derpy by giving her a bun and some glasses and put her in a turtleneck. But I was like, she's hot in there. You know she is. Um, <laughs> just whatever. I mean, it's fine. I don't care. I just, it, it was very noticeable to me. Um, the, the, the blonde that we liked, Natalie Hall is her real name. And she is in nothing that I've ever heard of. She was whoa. She was in a thing called "A Girl in a Bra, A Guy in Boxers Off Limits." Okay. Stay Sean. Yeah, she what? was in Pretty Little Liars for a while. She was in All My Children for a while, and then she was in an episode of SVU. So she probably. Was, I mean, she either murdered someone, was a man, or. Was a man. <laughs> well, she was probably the victim. I don't know, man. They get kind of crazy in that stuff nowadays. Well, they do. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, okay, that's, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we need to really say about this movie? I mean, did, I mean, I mean we've already said the things that we liked about it was that it was pretty, okay? It is was, there, yeah, it was pretty. And the jump scares were pretty effective, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, they lost, for me, they lost their effectiveness after the third one. Like, I was like, yeah, we're done here. Yeah, the... The one the that mannequins I, were super creepy. They, I liked, they were. I did like Yeah, the that scene was actually pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's what I mean by the jump scare. Like, oops, sorry, I kicked the table. Um, the, the, Man, it can or won't. I mean, they they man it did. Um, because the one that actually really was effective for me was when the door was all being weird when he when he first goes in the house and goes downstairs for whatever reason. Um, and the door was all slammy and shaky and whatever, and then all of a sudden there was one there, and then it was gone, like. That one actually kind of got me for a little bit. I actually had to pause the movie and go change my shorts. Um, <laughs> just uh, a little bit of poop. Just <laughs> <laughs> the, the other one I thought was pretty effective. It didn't bother me, but I thought it was effective for the movie was the one when Inspector Man went walking through the hallway and he turns around, there's nothing there, and then he turns back around, there's one standing right in the middle of the hallway, and then the head rolled off. That was pretty effective. Yeah, by the way, that is the scene where you leave. Like, that's, you just run. Well, he tried, right? Face. But he tried, well, too, right? He, he ran he into the... He stared it in the face. Well, yeah, he did. And then he... 
Oh, I see what you mean. Instead of actually just running out of the house, he went to investigate it, right? He, like, got up real close yeah. and looked at it. No, you're right. Yeah, you push past it and you run. Um, I mean, like, I'm going to be honest, Inspector Man. If there was a rumor that a house had 53 deaths at that place, there's no way I'm yeah. ever setting foot in there. Ever. I just... Not by myself. Yeah. No. Um... <laughs> we call it the well, not house. to mention the scenes where they're they're taking off the covers, off the mannequins. Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, we'd be doing it if we were in this house. You think about it. The, the four of us are in there. First of all, we wouldn't be in the house. But if we were somehow in it, <laughs> my black ass. Would I was going to say, in, car in, in fairness, so be taking those sheets off of the mannequins with sticks, like six foot sticks. You know, kind of poking and prodding what? these things until they fall off the, the mannequin. Why, why can't you just hack the sheet off with your axe? Because <laughs> that's what I would do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're down there to fight something, right? That's the whole purpose of you going down there armed is like, okay, I got my axe. I know there's a sheet on a thing. You're getting axed. I'm not using my hand. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you grab right at the face. Ugh. Yeah, here's my question. Where is my montage of them getting holy weapons? Like every movie. <laughs> I wish they would have had that. Like a really good um, Constantine kind of thing. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny when the guy pulled out a pistol <clears throat> and he was like, Whoa, you brought a gun? Wait a minute. You've had mannequins attacking you. You're getting ready to go into a cage of death and you're worried about a dude with a pistol? Like, hey, man. <laughs> that's the gun thing that. Gun safety is important. Like, that's the thing you're freaked out about. <laughs> okay. Um. What a dork. Uh, well, he's a liberal arts guy because he... Um, and, like, why did we need the backstory about his fiance dying three years ago? Was it to make him seem vulnerable, which is why he was opened up to this... He was more accepting of this relationship with this quote-unquote dream girl? Is that what that's supposed to be about? Because... Okay, here's uh -huh. the deal. I have to say something about this. Oh, please. I, I might be a terrible person, but I think it needs to be said. Okay, because I have a thing to uh, say, too. Yeah. You have a girl that's uh, now newly crushing on you, and things seem to be going well. And a hot blonde. And in that, yeah. And in that moment, you say, "Yep, used to have a fiance. She's dead. Oh boy. Thanks, uh -huh. Droopy. Yeah, Thanks, Droopy. Uh, <laughs> I, I just gotta keep it to myself. Okay, hang in there. I, Sorry, Corny. My son once again decided to grace us with his presence. So you were basically making the point that. You got a hot blonde in front of you, and she's she's ready to go, and and one you get you get cock blocked by the two sleeping dudes on the couch, which was a dumb gag. Two, mm -hmm. you decide to nope. I'm gonna save it for girl that might not even be real. <laughs> like, but the thing he had an opportunity to have a hot girl on the outside and one on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> is he cheating if the other one is on in a dream world and you know not really touching you? Hey, I don't know. they were on a break. <laughs> they were on a break. Oh, a friend's reference. Nice. <laughs> um, how you doing? <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghost, right. my girl. Um, are you the key master? Hell yeah. <laughs> so I guess we we've teased it a couple times about the twist at the end. So here's the twist. I guess spoiler alert, maybe. So oh. he. Oh well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's within three years. That's our rule. Yeah. Right? So yeah, yeah. Well, it's within a few months, really. Um, but so spoiler alert. I guess if this movie, you know, if you haven't watched it, I, you should actually watch it. I think it's worth watching. But so the end movie is this. He 
he's somehow able to get past all of the obstacles in his way and gets into the chamber where Sleeping Beauty is. And again, Mm -hmm. Uncle should have put signs everywhere that said, do not touch, we'll bring upon apocalypse, right? Like, put it on a sign, okay? Anyway, I'm, I'm just... I work in an ops position where, like, we post signs for everything. So you should post a sign. <laughs> um, so he, he does a cool little, you know, that was actually a pretty cool set, though. Like, where did they, did they build that? Like, that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, the prop department, like, not. Well, they're in L.A., so everything is just dangerous over there, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got this in my <laughs> sex dungeon. You need to borrow that? Oh, hell yeah. That's great. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Let me just so uh, <laughs> let me just get some Clorox before you bring a black light in here. So, what'd you call me? <laughs> so, uh, did anybody else think that was a sex swing? That first little harness you saw. <laughs> uh, wait, when they go down the basement, that first little harness. I was like, wait, is that a? Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> is that really? Oh my goodness! I don't know. It's for the mannequins or something. Get out some antibacterial soap. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so he goes and he opens the thing, and she comes out, and he kisses her, and then nothing happens, and then he's like, "Oh, the blood, blah blah blah. Everything's got to be about blood." Which, gross. Touching that little yeah, thingy at the top really with gross. his uncle's blood. Wait, wait, and, well, I'd be mad little? at him too if someone came and put blood on my lips. Oh yeah. Gross. Well, then she wait, yeah, Then he bites his lip, makes himself bleed, and then he, um. And he kisses her, and she wakes up, and then she gives him another little kiss and says, thank you, and then her eyes go devil. And, and she, she goes, ha-ha, joke's on you, now you have hep C. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she goes into the other room, right, and she, she pulls yep. out the heart of the thing, the gin or whatever the heck it is, who was at a She spinning, call him autumn. She really did, actually. She did call him it, her, whatever. And then she, and the thing was sitting at a spinning wheel, which was kind of cool for the, you know, bring it all full circle for the fairy tale and then she goes to kill the blonde and then she's like nope want you to see the thing and then all of a sudden we cut and they're now like the world is on fire and thomas is getting the life sucked out of him and then credits so like and, and can we can we talk about the cgi at the end though well, it was bad but in a movie where most of this stuff was practical yeah boy did that look out of place yeah it's it horrible it did it's fine it was bad but whatever so yeah. So are we? So I mean, so is it the apocalypse? Did it happen? Did it start? Or is it like she's just somewhere and she's starting it, and they anticipate a sequel where they're now gonna fight against the apocalypse or something? I had a feeling they were thinking a sequel with yeah. this yeah. thing. So I don't know. The, did, wasn't there like thirteen gins or something? Well, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah there's thirteen of us. So like, yeah, uh, is this now the mission of? Uh, you know, uh, X Men, Cinder, and you know, Hot Blonde to go around find the gins to try to stop Sleeping Beauty. I don't, I don't know. Um, it was weird. So uh, wait a minute, because this could this be a situation where we have a movie called uh, um, uh, the Curse of Sleeping, the Curse of Sleeping Beauty Two, Gin and the Holograms? Jeez. <laughs> no. No. Bad. <laughs> Jin and the holograms. That was still pretty funny. Um, <laughs> thank you, Corny. Don't uh, feed him. Don't feed him. No, it only it only bring him more. <laughs> I don't well, think I don't the, think they're the like gremlins. Started. The corny jokes have been released. Um, that's fine. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it was like I, I I watched it in that moment and I thought, 
did they just get finished watching the cabin in the woods and was like <laughs> I, I said the yep. same thing. And it yep. was like, oh okay. Which was a way better way, movie. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> um I guess if you can infer one from the other, I apologize if you've not seen <laughs> that. Go watch Cabin in the Woods. Way better movie. Um all the black people died in this movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. There, there were none. There were none. Yeah, I was like, there wasn't. We had a bunch of white dudes and one white white people and one Asian guy. <coughs> I did like the friend though, the roommate. He was funny. Um, was he had red hair? Come on, Sean. Well, oh, did he? Yeah, I guess. Um, I need you to be listening. <laughs> well, he, he was the only fun in the movie. I mean, truly, he was the only fun part of the movie. So, oh, so you didn't like the scene where uh, our, our boy Thomas is sitting on the car and. He goes, thanks, Uncle Clyde. Oh, God, that was so stupid. He's yelling at the moon. <laughs> I, th- I thought you meant the, the part where he is sitting outside of the club, stalkerish, waiting for um, Blonde Girl to come out. Yeah, who, who was that one? Is that Was that the first real appraiser lady? It was the first realtor that was in the room. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I did the same thing. I'm like, who is this person now? Because at first I thought it was like an ex-girlfriend or something. He's like, I'm sorry to come here so late. I'm like, oh, he obviously knows who this person is. And it wasn't until I saw her again in the context where she's like, I was a realtor in Portland and I moved down here because my brother, whatever. And I was like, oh, it's the, it's the realtor lady. So how super convenient that you got you landed this gig. Um, <laughs> and that's another thing. Like, I guess we never really get a resolution on that. Like, Well, she finds her brother. Yeah, he, he hella did. But, well, but, but uh, we, didn't they ax him to death? Didn't they just yeah. chop them up? Yeah. They did. Wait, what? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm confused. Wait, what? So did I miss a part of the, the movie? Basement. They're in the murder basement. Yeah. Okay, fine. They're in the murder yeah. basement. So um, they're down there, and that's where they're pulling off the, the little sheet. Yeah. And then blonde girl goes, <gasps> Josh, Paul, uh, the generic white dude name. Uh, we, oh, what have they done to you? And yep. then that's where a creepy old guy goes. He's been dead. <laughs> oh yeah. How did says, I miss uh, something this? Along lines of, he's been gone for a while or something like that. And then yeah, it that shows you how much and... I cared about this movie. I missed the whole scene somehow. <laughs> yeah, dude. I must have yeah, been they, doing they my they taxes chopped or him something. Up. Oh well, okay. Then I don't feel so bad about. I feel actually bad about ripping apart the movie because I was like, why are you going to introduce this thing and then never have a payoff? I might actually go watch that just so I. No, you're not. Don't. No, don't. No, no, okay. <laughs> don't do it. Don't hit the trick. Get an axe. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, tropes for the movie I wrote down. Le- uh, reading a letter in the voice of the person that wrote it trope. Uh, the curse is a blessing. I hate that phrase. It's a curse and a blessing. Uh, how is it ever a blessing? Like, what part yeah. of that is a blessing? Can, oh, can wait, we, wait, wait. Oh, can we ahead, have a rewind just a second? Yeah, please. Sure, okay. Okay. That's, that's something that I forgot to mention because it really bothered me. He had never met his uncle. He had no he idea what he sounded like. <laughs> so how is his uncle's voice in his head when he reads this? Right. That really pissed me off. I think that's the moment when I was like, nope, done. Done with this movie. <laughs> and that's great because I never even thought of that. But I'm glad you did because, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know what would have been great? So he starts the voice. And then he saw, and he says, or, you know, he starts to voice, but the voice is like, sounds like it's tin and very, very creaky. Uh, and he goes, and I don't know why I sound like this. I guess it's just because you don't know what I sound like, but this will work just the same. Right. Or even better, he like, he starts reading, he's like, wait, whose voice is that? Is that? 
Is that me? Yeah. Who is that? What? I have a cool mon- inner monologue. <laughs> um, basically, basically he, pulls it, <laughs> he pulls the Deadpool. <laughs> oh, or better yet, that guy is uh, sounds like Morgan Freeman. No. <laughs> or Denzel. Don't go in the basement. And that was the last time we saw him go in the basement. I can't do Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. My, my man. Freeman. No, I yeah. gave you this house. Speaking, of, I mean, we all we all have an inner monologue, right? Well, yeah. You know, you, you see certain text, and and it comes to you in a voice. You know, I don't know about you. When I read Harry Potter, for some stupid reason, it had a British accent. When I was reading Harry Potter, and you know, sometimes Morgan Freeman, you know, narrates your life behind the scenes. You just well, go, you know. I didn't have a problem with narration. Let's just say that. The only time, and this is actually probably pretty accurate, the only time I ever have Morgan Freeman in my head is when, as narration, it was when I read the book Shawshank Redemption <laughs> after having seen the movie. And so I already had the voices in my head of what the voices sounded like. I, however, did the same thing that you did, uh, Sam, because I had already yeah. seen a couple of the movies before I started reading Harry Potter. So yeah. I did their voicing. Um, so, and also, so you guys don't have uh, like Damon Wayans' voice in your head when you're reading. It's really interesting. You should try it sometime. <laughs> I don't even know what he sounds like. I couldn't even pretend. I mean, like like Joe Pesci. <laughs> oh, everything read about Joe Pesci. Um, but he just takes his own liberties with it. No, yeah, it was so, the best of times. It was the worst of times. Uh, whatever. This is not funny. Whatever. Whatever. It's not funny. Haha. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, other tropes I wrote whatever, down is, whatever. is when someone tells you don't go there, but you have to anyway for some reason. Don't go in the basement. Okay, let's go to the basement. Um, seeing numbers on the screen thing that really pissed me off. Uh, and the thing you tried to save is actually evil trope. Okay. All right. Ready for some clips? Of course you are, because I only captured four. Here we go. Hey, uh, I'm going over to McGowan's. Craig's got his birthday happening. Uh, you should come with. I don't like karaoke. It's not karaoke. It's it's drunk girls singing. So it's drunk girl aroki, which is awesome. Everybody loves <laughs> drunk girl aroki. You should come. Get out of your apartment. It smells like a shoe. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. That guy's He's awesome. the best part of the movie. Like I wanted yeah, way more of him. Why couldn't he have been a sidekick? Yeah. There was a you know there was some promise to this thing. There really was. Yeah. Like his name, I think his name is Zach Ward. And the first thing that he's known for is uh, he was in Transformers. He was first Sergeant Donnelly. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, apparently, he was in a Christmas story and he was also in one of the Resident Evil movies. So he's done some good movies. Um, bunch of CSI garbage, a lot of TV shows. Yeah. On TV. So anyway, he was funny. Oh, he was oh, episode in CIS. Yes, good for him. Yeah, he's a bit guy, but he's still working. Good for him. Yeah. Um. Okay, number two. Here we go. I'm also close to you in the physical world, but it's the reason I'm aware of you. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear anything you said because of the loud background music. Can you can you can you say the words again? So annoying. Was that the okay. Halo theme they were playing in the background? Kind of, or was it just me? Actually, kind of yeah. sounded like it. I I, I kind of like I hear that whenever I walk into like an Elven place when I'm playing like, um, whenever you're playing. Wow. 
Yeah, World, yeah, World of Warcraft. I couldn't think of what it was called. Yeah, like you walk into this very ethereal place and you're talking to, I must protect the wild guy, whatever, and you know, like all this, <laughs> these wisps are floating by and whatever. But God, turn the music down. I couldn't hear him. Um, I thought this was kind of funny. It's 42 seconds, so just hang in there. So that thing we saw in the house, a dark figure moving in and out? Yeah, most likely that was the gym. They mostly appear as a shadow or as a black dog. They can be evil for good. And they can take possession of many things, such as inanimate objects. But like angels, they exist in a supernatural realm. And like humans, they have free will. So they're behind what's happening at the house. And I'm stuck with them. I hate this house. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Come get some. Alright, All right, and this is the last one. I just I had to get King. Uh, I kinda wanna go watch that. Um let's uh a little bit of uh twenty two seconds of uh douche douche face. Same as last time you gave me this this could take a while. How long will it take? How long? <laughs> How long? <laughs> Where'd you get this guy from? <laughs> for your info, smart guy, I occasionally work for the government, doing stuff I can't talk about. The program that we're using to figure out this ancient journal, mm, I wrote it. Okay. Okay, here's my real big problem with douche guy, right? He didn't, you didn't answer the question, and it wasn't that difficult a question. Don't be it, racist. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't ask you. He was saying like, yeah, oh, this he, is going to take never... a long time." Okay, you're admitting that this is going to be difficult. Okay, so how long is it going to take? That you just said was going to take a long time. Yeah. <laughs> who does this? Who does this guy think he is? Uh, I I did all this stuff that no one cares about. I placed first place euphonium in Texas. No one cares. Anyway. Oh damn! <laughs> oh, you brought Shots that hard. in. Yeah, just wow. Threw that guy under the bus, who I know doesn't listen to the show. At least I really hope not. But it's okay. He listens to Arizona. So okay. we get an email next week. Really, guys? Really? really? <laughs> yeah. You had to bring that up. Hey, buddy. Uh, you still suck. Um, you're still douche. <laughs> anyway, it's just annoying. But it's whatever. And like, why? Why did he have to be that? There was no reason to be that. Just yeah. That that's one of those screenwriting. 101s, you would think. You know, why create tension when there is none to begin with? Right. It's dumb. You know? It's really dumb. It would have been better if he was, like, a really cool guy. Right. You know? Like, and, the, and there was some sort of competition or something that, yeah. you know, he felt all those. I don't know. Did you guys ever see the movie Date Night with... Um, Colin, uh, yeah, Tina Fey, Tina Fey, and, and, uh, and uh, Office Steve, guy. Steve Carell. Yeah, and she goes to see her old boyfriend, who is uh, Mark Wahlberg, who is like super rich, <laughs> super successful, and he's like never wears a shirt, and he's like hot, like but he's cool, right? And he's like this cool dude, oh, yeah. and he's like, oh yeah, no problem, I'll do whatever you can, I can, I'll do whatever I can to help, whatever. Like, make him that guy, right? Yeah, and then. And then I think it's a better. At least scene. it makes it interesting. It turns a trope on its head. Yeah, it really does. And then and then we've created a stupid love triangle that doesn't need to be there. I guess it already exactly. has a love triangle because there's the dream girl love. The old guy. <laughs> the oh, old uh, guy. Like Wait, the, what? <laughs> I like to point something out that we uh, we what? <laughs> the 
nothing but a number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. So, I'd like to point out something that uh, I think we've missed in this whole conversation. Um, the point in deciphering that book is to figure out what to do. At the end of everything, to go with the uh, guy who didn't necessarily believe in that crap until, you know, the day before, <laughs> and just went with what he said, with no, <laughs> with nothing. Well, yeah, yeah, you're, you're yes, exactly. Here, you're right. The, the whole thing kickstarts by he, he he drops in pain and he got it. He has to go back to the house. So go back to the house and recharge your batteries for a little bit. And then go back to computer dude to let the translation finish. There's no exactly. reason to go in literally guns blazing. There's no reason to. Like, go back out. Go back. Or, or just hang out at the house. Because she's like, the house will no longer protect you. Whatever that means. Um, just hang out at the house and be like, hey, have your dude call us when the thing is ready. And we'll just make our stand here in the living room against you know, mannequin zombies. And then when he calls you, you know, when he calls and says, oh, hey, it finally finished translating. Sleeping Beauty is is devil. Okay? Got it. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Like, I, or I just made his mood just a little bit better. How about this? He, the guy sees the translation and he's like, oh, I got to call. I got to give him, call him up. And he goes to reach for his phone and then there's a yeah, see? And then he dies. Because the mannequin kills him. Because he's not supposed to... But that wouldn't make sense. No, the mannequins would want him to... Want him to know that information. <laughs> so that actually doesn't make sense. Alright, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's still dumb. That's what my point is. Um, Alright, uh, moving on. So here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? You ready for this? There is zero trivia for this movie. No, seriously. No trivia. None. None on Wikipedia. None at all. None on IMDb. I have nothing to tell you about this movie. I know nothing about it. Did Google pop up anything? I didn't go that far, to be honest with you. <laughs> wow. I, I didn't okay. really try that hard. Um, I can tell well, you. Why don't we, we can make some stuff up for IMDb. I, I mean, I could. Because obviously people are able to do that. I actually really thought about doing like a 10-day free trial of IMDb Pro and saying, this movie was featured on an episode of Cheap Seat Reviews during their <laughs> Halloween fest or something like that. I really kind of want to do that. Um, the only thing I can tell you, <laughs> seriously, this is literally the only thing I can tell you, is that it was released August 17th of this year. They filmed it in L.A. And the production yep. company, one of the production companies is called Briar Rose Productions. Oh, um, that's sweet. Aspect ratio was 2.35 to 1, and it's 89 minutes long. That's all I can tell you. Thank God it was less than an hour and a half. Yeah, That's well, all I got to say. Yeah, it was short, which is good. Yeah. Um, it was released in theaters in the Philippines, for what it's worth. Don't we're, they we're, sorry. <laughs> we're sorry, Philippines. Yeah, really. Yeah, didn't, didn't the president over there, like, insult Obama? I don't know. Something like that? Possibly. It's probably because of this movie. <laughs> it's because of this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the idea of that. Um, Are you kidding me? Uh, what? The game is tied six to six. Yeah, I was actually going back and forth too. Um, uh, as you're listening to this, the World Series is over, and the deciding uh, um, team has already 
won the World Series and has been celebrating for days. But as we record it, it's top of the eighth and it's tied 6-6. So congratulations to the... Uh, for winning the World Series. <laughs> Actually, it's top of the ninth now. It's top of the ninth. So yeah, congratulations to the... For winning, yeah, I like that. It's a team that starts with the letter C. There you go. And didn't didn't the, the Simpsons do that or something like that where they you know congratulations to the two teams playing in the Super Bowl up and the yeah or something like and that. And then they yeah. they dubbed it really badly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Oh, All by right. the way, um yeah. uh did we talk about the or sorry, uh, we should mention the guy who was in high school who called this this exact situation. Really? Oh, yeah. He Back called, in uh, 2003 or something like no, that? No, no, it was like a... I thought it was like in the 90s. Well, it was in the 90s, yeah. 93. Like Cubs-Indians, what, Game 7? Really? What? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to Google it or something. Um, yeah. I, I didn't do any... So there's no trivia. Uh, I'm not playing the recasting game because I don't care. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I just I I, I don't basically think... take anybody from the CW, and just interchange. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, just mix up a handful of your uh, character actors from any CW network. This this CW network, just throw them into a hat. So Steve Amell is your main dude, and the pretty girl from um, Supergirl is the blonde. And uh, who cares? You know, like whatever. There you go. That, There's that instantly show. made the movie better. Well, you did. I mean, Steve Amell Supergirl. makes a lot of things better. Um, I like him. Uh, I still haven't seen that 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 second um, or or the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Um, I think the first one was on Amazon Prime for a while. Um, it I, was. Uh, in fact, I think no, we. No, no, no. Yeah, the first one was. Cause I, didn't we didn't we tease we were gonna do it for a little while and then decided that after watching that really horrible Transformers movie that maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> um, I still hate that movie. It's so funny. So, um, so I'm at so this new job, and I mentioned something about a podcast. And one of the one of the my students was like, "Oh, that sounds great. What movies have you done?" And I was like, "Oh gosh, all these these things." And so he goes to the website and he finds our rankings page, and he goes, "Whoa, you put Transformers way down there." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a terrible movie." And he goes, "I kind of liked it." And I said, "Yeah, this this isn't gonna work. You're fired." Yeah. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> no, 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 he he actually agreed. He was like, "No, you're right. It's a terrible movie." Um, I said the only, literally the only thing good about that movie is actually Stanley Tucci, uh, cursing and Chinese. Well, don't forget the brother. Oh yeah, I forget about him because he was in it for yeah. so like so short. Yeah. Um, just if you the, want to see more of him, just go watch Deadpool. He's great in Deadpool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm done with that. Um. So, so on to, math. to this. And not not that. And on to this. Sorry. Which, by the way, Corner, they got the voice, that, that clip there. He was in. He was the uh, Mr. Uh, Wong in the, the shop owner. Yes, he was. Ooh. Yeah, Sam had to point that out. I was, I was, I was impressed. Um, we decided to do movies based on fairy tales, like movies that are actually based on how loosely interpreted is up to you, but in fact based on a real live fairy tale. Uh, Andrew. All right. I have an honorable mention of Splash. Okay. With Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Um, based on The Little Mermaid. 
Uh, and then number three, Hook. All right. Which is okay. not really, I mean, it is based yeah. on Peter Pan, but it is also about Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number two, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, I was hoping no one would pick that one. Oh. I thought oh, I had sorry. a uh, ace in the hole. Yeah. Uh, which is loosely based on uh, Beauty and the Beast. And I guess yeah. you could say Frankenstein as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then number one, and this is a guilty, I won't say guilty pleasure because I I do watch this movie, but my wife watches it literally like once a month and <laughs> I, uh, I can wait. quote the movie by now. I can't wait to see where this is going. And actually, my when my first child was born six years ago, this was playing on the television in the hospital room because this was the movie that she wanted to calm her down as she was in labor. So ever after with, uh, uh, is that Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And, yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. Based okay. on Cinderella. Yeah. All right. Which I think is a great movie. And I know that sounds very feminine of me, but I think it's no, hate, whatever. We all have our little, we we all have our uh, fifth Guilty element. pleasures. Yeah, you know, like Sam's. Sean, Sean loves his nymphomaniac. Oh, stop it with that. Uh, no, <laughs> my my guilty pleasures include movies as uh, you know, Waterworld, and The Fifth Element, yep. and like uh, you know, other movies. So there you go. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, Sam's is Jurassic Park three. No, I'm just teasing. Uh, uh. uh corny. Yo, what's up? I you know. Um, all right, so <laughs> uh, my number three, I'm gonna go with. Uh, um, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna go with Scott Pilgrim for my number three. Okay. Uh, and it is based loosely on the on, on, on the fairy tale of the Mario Brothers. No. Zelda. Oh, you know what? Actually, well, no, but but then the Mario Brothers are based on. Just saving a princess in general, which is usually a fairy tale. So yes, I will count as my number three. Gosh, that is such a stretch. Uh, I'm surprised if if Sam, if you put freaking Jurassic Park in there. Okay, I, I have tried to to fit it, but we'll see. If we'll Chad see. were here, I would ask him for his ruling, and I'm pretty sure I know what he'd say. But anyway, well, and he's not here anymore. No, he's so. not. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, I feel uh, like we should. You can't see it, but like I should feel like we should all like cross ourselves whenever we when we just mention his name. I always do bow my head when I say that. <laughs> uh, my number two, I'm gonna go with uh, Aladdin because you know it's yeah, 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 fantastic, good city. And um, my number one, I'm gonna go with The Matrix. As it is uh, slightly uh, slightly based on uh, Alice in Wonderland. Okay. <laughs> well, the, the idea of, the idea is that you're in one world and you take some shit and you go into this other crazy world where all these things. I mean, make they sense. make reference to it in the movie, but I thought the movie was based on the Jesus story. True. It was but, a combination of several. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the but the idea of going into one world and 
Like yeah. question the world when you come back. That's you know, cool. Jesus, Cheshire Cat. Yeah. Yeah. They both smile. <laughs> Sometimes they are not. <laughs> um okay, <laughs> sure. Um whatever. Uh Sam? Um see I had a hard time with this because I well, let's just say Gossip Throw and what, Shrek. What about Princess Bride? Decorating for the holidays. Dang it, it's doing it again. It <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Would Princess Bride count? The Princess Bride. No. It's not what? based on I Wait. mean it's got princesses and yeah, magic. Yeah, again, it has princesses. What story is it based on? It isn't. It's its own story. It's on its own story. Yeah. It's not a fairy tale. Uh, anyway, okay. Well, then that was going to be... It's it's underneath everything here. So another um, honorable mention is Maleficent. Okay, sure. Which is actually kind of fun. My number three is Tangled. Okay. My number two is Emperor's New Groove. Okay. <laughs> What's that based on? Is, is what is that based on? Emperor's New Groove. What's that based on? Uh, the Emperor's New Clothes. Is that what it is? I thought he was naked. He wasn't naked. But it's same. I'm a llama. Is that, I guess that's the thing is that he he. But I thought in the Emperor's New Clothes he didn't he didn't he didn't change right. Like the I thought was, he changed. What did I've he? never I've, I don't remember the story. I, I just like title remember. is one word different. So yeah, shut up, Sean. <laughs> And Jurassic Park because it's based on, on your butt. <laughs> yeah, they were both shitty. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, so you jerk. What what do you have? <laughs> I don't know. Um... <laughs> He just doesn't know anymore. I just, <laughs> oh, I okay, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm actually really curious now. Like, I'm, I'm on. I, I want to like do research I'm on a, the emperor's. I know. New I'm room. on Wikipedia now. On the emperor's new clothes. Yeah, um, and see if it has anything to like actually do with it. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, I did. So number three was the Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp. Um. And uh, I think that's a Tim Burton joint. I don't know. But it's creepy and weird and fun. I like it. Uh, my number two was Hook. Because, um, you know, okay. Hook. Mm-hmm. And um, my number one was that really bad but super fun um, Hansel and Gretel movie. Oh, yeah. That's, witch Hunters. Yeah, the Witch Hunters. With Hawkeye in it? Yeah, with Hawkeye and that hot girl from those, from those movies. So... Who has one expression? Yeah, she's the same expression that those blonde has. It's just kind of like, eh. Uh, mm. But she's hot, I'm, so who cares? Fine. I'm just teasing. That's not. That's mean and sexist. Um, that's it. That's our show. I'm done. Uh, I have right. nothing more right. to cool. say. See you guys. Um, out of ten. Oh. No, we, have, no. we still have to do that part. No. Yeah. No, we do. We really do. Um, out of ten, Andrew. Yeah, maybe. I am <laughs> going to say a nice. Just like can, corny. You're contractually obligated. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Andrew. Sorry. Sorry. Can't leave the house. I'm going to say a nice big 3.5 mannequin parts out of 10. All right. 3.5. That's actually higher than I thought most people were going to go. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, 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 whoever's next? <laughs> that would be me. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give it a uh, 2.5. 
nine. Okay. Um, stolen kisses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll All do right. that. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, always gotta steal my kisses from the apocalypse lady. Uh, Sam. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it uh, 3.2 herpes infections. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> nah. Um, oh, seriously, who puts blood? Oh, yeah, that's gross. It's just gross. It's really gross. I mean, I don't even kiss my wife if, her, her, if she's got a chapped lip. It's gross. <laughs> gross. It's like kissing a snake that's shedding its skin. You Ew. Don't do it. Why, why, why do you know that that's like? I don't yeah. know. He's from Florida. It's a euphemism. Hey, I, I know, I know you're playing my instrument in on this. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm I'm gonna kind of stick with you guys. I'm just gonna kind of just say um, uh, 3.15 um, uh, sex uh, swings in the basement. Um, <laughs> uh, sexy that torture. 0.15 one is pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Gross. That's Gross. Great. Uh, that brings our total to a 3.1875. So where's that put it on the rankings so far? I don't know. I'm not on that website. That is just above the Phantom and just under Sharknado. Yeah, okay. that's actually a pretty good spot. I'm not gonna lie. I could see it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't want to watch any of them. Yeah. But, well, what would you um, rather watch of those three? Sharknado. Sharknado. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm with you. I was going to say, uh, I'm going to change the dynamic. The four of us are together, and we're doing a live commentary, which we already did for Sharknado, but <laughs> would you still would rather do Sharknado or? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I don't know. I think I think the worse the movie, the be- the more fun we have with live commentary. <laughs> but we had a blast to a Sharknado. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah. That was fun. We need to do that again. That was fun. Um, yeah, we, fun. I don't know. Somebody keeps moving further and further away from everybody else. Oh, my gosh. I'm now just a mere two and a half hours away. It's a different time zone, Sean. No, it's yeah, not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't associate with people south of the border. Uh, south of the border. We don't like your con, boy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... That's going to do it for us. That's it. That's the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, next week, I 110% promise it is a better movie, and we are going to have a blast talking about it. And by blast, I mean explosions and chase scenes because we are doing London Has Fallen. Yes. Heck. I see London. I see France. I see Gerard I see a bunch Butler's. of mofos die. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> uh, way better than my rhyme. Um... So, yeah, we're doing London Has Fallen next week. Gerard Butler, um, if you've seen... Um, if One butt, you've seen them all. Well, yeah, but if you've seen... <laughs> gosh, gross. It's Die Hard in London, right? Kind of. Sorry, there's an ant. An ant just crawled on my toe, and I'm kind of grossed out. Is it as big as the ant, though? No, it that wasn't like the Antzilla that attacked you, but ants. it... Yeah. It, it was... But, it, but it, it crawled on my toe. Uh, this is gross. I hate this place. And it, and it took Sean's wallet. He, it's sad, really. Yeah. Kind of I feel violated. Um, oh, it went there, too. What, what am I talking about? Oh, London has fallen. If you've seen Olympus has fallen, then at least it'll, have, you'll make, it'll make sense. Um, uh, Wait, is this our second movie in a series? We did Olympus. We is did this not, our first sequel? Wait, did we do Olympus? Oh, no, no, dude. We, uh, 
Like we wait. started. Like, do we have like two movies in a row? Um, wait. Well, we did do the entire run of the Jack Ryan series. So uh, okay, okay. So I, yeah. I didn't know we did Olympus Has Fallen. Have we done that? Yeah, yeah. we have. It's ranked number fifteen on our list. I don't remember with doing that. Skyfall sneakers and the Breakfast Club. That seems wrong for some reason. Yep. There's some there's some really great movies in there, and then Olympus has fallen. But that's we apparently had a lot of fun with it. Oh, we did. Yeah, that's just I like that movie. That's so weird. I can't see. find I it in it our list. Right now. That doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. So if you've seen the first, well, okay. So then go back and listen to that one, which apparently we've done. I just don't remember for some reason. And then come back and and then what? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Did you say because I'm a guy? No, I said because you were high. Oh. <laughs> no, that's because possible. It high, because it was high. <laughs> Ooh, full count. Um. Anyway, so come back for that. It'll be great. I still, I seriously can't find it in our list. I don't. <laughs> it's in there. I promise. I'm so confused. Oh well. I believe you. Yeah. Uh, if it's on our website, then I guess it's there. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, it'll be great. So come back and do that. Here we go. That's it. That's all. I'm I'm done. I'm hitting the button. Um, um, I rewatched Star Trek Beyond today. I bought it and watched it today, and I actually really really liked that movie. I think it's good. So go watch it. Um, uh, that's it. That's gonna do it for us. So <laughs> thank you for listening uh, to this, and sorry for all the interruptions with my son. Uh, you just it, it is what it is. Um, Leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you can find podcasts. Um, leave reviews there because, you know, you should. Um, visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com, and at some point Sam will one day do his job. Uh, like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. Um, you know all of our addresses. I'm not going to give it anymore because you know it by now. And if you don't, you, just, you should. Um <laughs> Send us an email to cheap seat reviews at um, what? Gmail.com. Yeah, gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, again, clearly we will do whatever you request of us. Um, if I'm in here. Um, what? I sneezed. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, send us a request and we'll do it. Uh, that's going to do it for us. So, thank you for listening. It's been great. And um, what? Send you a request. That's what I was going to say. Uh, that's going to do it for us. So, thank you for listening. Uh, so on behalf of Andrew, sorry, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm off my script now, and I'm looking at the NBA score or the uh, major league score. Yeah, I know he's on third base now. Yeah, so um, that that's gonna do it for us. So on behalf of Andrew, uh, Corny, Sam, the Cubs, and the Indians, uh, this is Sean saying thank you for listening uh, and good night. Are you a mannequin or mannequin?